Now I'm sure you're all familiar with rake. This is a tool that was originally written as an alternative to the make command, but in Rails it's mostly used as a place for little administrative scripts. Now as a scripting solution, I find rake to be a little bit limiting. Uh, for one thing, passing arguments to a rake task is not very pretty. Uh, usually we just resort to passing them as environment variables. Another problem is that rake tasks can't easily be made into global tasks. They're always local to the current project. And uh, there are tools such as Saki to uh, get around that problem, but still that requires another tool. Here I'm going to demonstrate Thor. This is an alternative to rake which uh, doesn't have those limitations which I mentioned earlier. It's also included as a dependency in Rails, so if you have Rails installed, you automatically have Thor, and that's because it's used inside the Rails generators. So that means learning Thor will also help you when you're creating generators. Now you can use Thor through the Thor command, and if you run Thor help, you can get a list of all the various options which it supports. And we currently don't have any Thor scripts yet, so let's make one. So in this Thor script, I want it to actually be useful and accomplish something that I find myself doing in almost every Rails application, and that is copying configuration files which aren't in the source control. For example, the database YAML file, you normally don't store that in the application's Git repo because that contains your password information and so on. So what you want to do is supply some example configuration files and have these get copied over when someone clones the Git repo. And I want to make a Thor setup script which will copy these files over. Just like rake tasks, you can put Thor scripts under your lib tasks directory. Just make a new file here. We'll call it uh, setup.thor. Now inside of your Thor script, you want a class which inherits from Thor. So let's just call this setup and have it inherit from Thor. Now the name of the class will be the namespace uh, for your command. So let's make a new command in here by creating a new method in this class called config. And then we'll just have this output something like running config. Now in order to make this method a command, we need to add one more thing, and that is a description. So above your method definition, just call desc, and then the first argument here, you want to supply the name of the command that'll show up, and then the second is a description saying, I will copy configuration files. Now in the command line, we can execute our method by simply running thor setup config. And that will call that config method, and then we get the output there. We can also run thor list to see all of our commands that we have available here, and you can see the setup config option there with our description. Now let's make this config command do something useful. So I'm just going to paste some code in here to save us some time. And basically what this will do is go through all the files in the config examples directory that I showed you earlier and copy them to the config directory. So if the file already exists, it'll just skip it. And otherwise it will copy that uh, config example file into the config directory. We can try running this again with the Thor setup config command, and then that will loop through the directories in the examples folder and actually generate them and pass copy them into that config directory. And you can see if we try running it again, it'll actually skip it because they already exist. Now it would be nice though if we could pass in a force option so that uh, if the files already exist, it still replaces them. And we can do this inside of Thor by calling method options before the method definition. So we just call method options and then say, force and that's going to be a boolean type and we can list as many options as we want here and there's many different types that it supports such as strings and numeric and so on and to gather that option inside the command you just call options force and that'll return the result of that boolean option 
And what we want to do here is just say file utils, remove the destination if we are forcing it and that destination exists. There we go. So now when we run this command with the force option, you can see that it still generates the files because uh, we forced it to not skip it. We actually removed the files. Now any additional arguments that you pass into the Thor command will be passed in as arguments to the method. So for example, let's say we wanted a way to customize exactly which files are going to be copied over. So we can just say private.yaml here and we want to just copy the private YAML file. And so that argument will just be passed in directly to our method. So we can have our method take that argument here, name, and we can just use that in our script however we want. So passing in name here will have the effect of just copying over that one file with that name. And we can make this argument optional by simply having it default to something such as an asterisk, and that way it'll copy over all the files. Now it's good to document arguments like this. So in our description, we can just add this as an argument saying the file name uh, will be passed as an optional argument here. So now you can see if we run this, it'll just focus on that one private YAML config file and we can force it uh, to force the copying. Now this script is pretty useful and I would like to use it in my other Rails applications as well. And with Thor, it's pretty easy. You just call Thor install and then the path to your file. So in this case, it's under lib tasks and then uh, setup.thor. And then it will install this into our um, basically system global uh, Thor commands. So what this means, if I go outside of my uh, Rails application here and do Thor list, you can see that the setup config command is still there even though I'm not inside, inside that Rails application. So it's now globally available so I can use it in any Rails app. There are a couple more things that I want to demonstrate in Thor, and for that I'm going to create a separate Thor command inside our setup class here. And this will be for generating uh, some records inside our database. So let's call this populate. And then this will just generate records. So we'll have a method called populate. So inside of here we'll generate uh, 10 articles because this is a blogging application. So 10 times we'll just create an article with that name and let's output something so we see what's going on generating um, article that so if we run this command Thor setup populate we should get 10 articles but we don't instead we get an exception complaining that the article class cannot be found and that's because it has not loaded our rails models so the problem is our Rails application isn't loaded at all in the context of a Thor command. Uh, we do have our model here, so we need to load our Rails app before we get to this point. And fortunately, it's not very difficult. All we have to do is require the config slash environment file. However, I think to get this working in Ruby 1.9, we have to do the full path. So expand path, and then uh, refer to that RB file there. So now when we run that populate command again, it should generate 10 articles. And it looks like it's working, there we go. Now it would be nice if we could make this 10 value here configurable so we can generate any number of records we want. And it's not too difficult by just calling uh, the method options call, and then we can say we want a count option. And to pass in a default value to an option like this, you can just pass in the default directly into here, and Thor will guess at the type that you want it to be. 
So in this case, it'll make a numeric count option. And then we could just call options count. And then that way it'll generate however many we want. So now I can just pass in a count five option and that just generates five articles. Well, that's it for this episode on Thor. I encourage you to check out the documentation and the readme because there's a lot more ways you can specify options and so on that I did not cover here. Now, the big question is, when should I use Thor over Rake? Well, if you're just creating a simple Rails application, I encourage you just to stick with Rake because that is most popular and most well-known. Uh, but if you find yourself creating a lot of Rake tasks and doing administration tasks that require a lot of uh, arguments in the command line, then definitely consider Thor because it makes that a lot easier to deal with.